When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. It's Friday. Happy Friday, July 14th. It's earnings season, and I will start with earnings. Um, but I want to say I may break my rule again. And I know I said don't ever hold a triple levered ETF into the weekend. I bought last Friday. Um, I bought at about $40. Um, I think it was, I, I think my average price was around 30 3970 3980 I bought um uh three or four different lots and different accounts so it's hard for me to actually figure it out. Uh, I put one of mine in um the Savvy Trader. So if you're not on Savvy Trader, uh Savvy Trader right here, you can see I've got two portfolios, trading portfolio and the core portfolio. You can subscribe to both. They're free. You just have to sign up. Um but here is my TQQQ right there. Uh, you can see today, I can say all time, uh, I am up 16% on Palantir. I'm up 10% on TQQQ. I'm up 5% on PayPal. Uh, I am up 5% on Sedge, uh, 4% on AMD. I am up um, uh, 4% on Ulta. I'm up 2% on Netflix, and I've still got 50% cash uh, in my account. And I only put $50,000 into this. I have, I have more that I can trade with, but I'll put my trades in here. Um, but that TQQQ trade, and again, it's just SavvyTrader.com slash Daily Stock Pick. Uh, I'll put it in the newsletter, and if you want to subscribe to the newsletter, the newsletter is DailyStockPick.Substack.com. But TQQQ, triple levered ETF, I know I've said don't ever hold a triple levered ETF into the weekend, but look at this run since April 28th. The algorithm got you in at $27.64. You've almost doubled your money. Now, the RSI is at 72. It's overbought. The MACD just crossed up again. It's moving up. Uh, I may hold on to this. And the reason, and I want to be clear, the reason why I'm holding on to this is because it's above that nine-day, and it's well above that nine-day. So I have justification to hold it. Um, but I will probably put stops at 44 today. Uh, I canceled my stops at 42 before. Um, so that, that, you know, I got an extra $2 out of this, out of this run. Um, but again, I want to protect my profits and speaking of protecting profits, one video that I will put in, I will do two videos in the newsletter this, um, uh, today. And one is a candlestick pattern that I think you're really going to like. Uh, it's an explanation of candlestick patterns, how to identify them, uh, what they are and how to use them with indicators and other patterns to try and find uh, winners and try and find guess where the next uh, candlestick will open up. So depending on candles that you're looking at, I'll include that one. The other one, and part of the reason why I'm holding on to this, it's a good video on protecting your profits. Uh, it, it is from a trader that I actually follow on uh, 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 Twitter. I don't... Uh, it, my, my guidance is 
don't pay for his course. Don't pay for his service. It's a texting service. It's, it's, he's a value. He's a very good trader. He understands investing. I really think he's good. Um, my issue is just don't, I mean, $7 for 14 days of service and you don't, you don't need it. You really don't need it. Um, so watch his video. He does a good explanation on that stuff. And it's part of the reason why I'm holding on to TQQQ. So you can look at that. Um, so we got earnings, uh, today, this morning, uh, two particularly from, uh, ones that I hold. One is UNH and you can see UNH, the algorithm has you out, got you out here at 2% at around 473. I'm in at 485. I've identified this as a long-term hold. It is in a brokerage account. It's not in an IRA. If it were in an IRA, it'd be out of this one um, because it has fallen. It's, it doesn't have confirmation, but they announced earnings in pre-market. They are up 3% to 461. I like it to cover this gap up to 490. Um, the earnings were good. They were strong. This is an oversold stock. The RSI is at 24. Unlike TQQQ, look at how low that MACD is. Look at how low that RSI is. If we look at a long term on this one, um, you can see we're not even back to the 200 day. So you're, you're just in this descending wedge. The 50 day has turned negative. I like this one to swing at $500. Um, the VWAP right now is right at $500. I do think that's the swing on this one. Uh, add in cautiously because you do not have confirmation. The other one that I own personally that reported today is Wells Fargo. This is up 3.82. I said get this under 40. I bought under 40. I added more back here at 38. Uh, I've got a good position in this one. I am up a pretty good amount. It's above the nine day. Uh, it is in a brokerage account as well. I will continue to hold this one. Uh, BlackRock, BLK. They announced earnings. They weren't as strong, but one interesting thing uh, with BlackRock, and you can see that the, the algorithm got you a buy-in here at 696. You're at 739 just in the last couple of days. But one super interesting BlackRock note that they said, they increased their assets under management. That's a big thing. For a money manager like that, that's a huge thing. So just understand that's the thing. Um, JP Morgan up 3%. They beat, uh, Wells Fargo beat, uh, Be Bank of America did not announce, but I want you to notice Bank of America is back over 30. Uh, I said buy under 30, you can sell over 30. If you're trading this one, you can sell it. I'm holding on to it because I think that golden cross is going to happen with the 50 day moving up on the 200. Uh, it, their earnings are coming up July 17th. So next week, I like this one into earnings. You can see ARC F. Look at this chart on ARCF. This is the financials. Look at that buy-in at $20.86. You've almost got your 20%, $23.85. We brought up this one, and look at that run from 11%. So you're probably just – if you got in at beginning of May at 17, you're doing really, really well in ARCF. Um, the other one that I want to point out that is a long-term one that I've recommended, DPST. This one is up almost 5%. It was up 5% at uh, 69. Uh, the, again, if you look at a long term, this is a decaying asset. Do not hold on to this. You can absolutely trade it. Everything's moving negative on the long term, but you're starting to get a positive nine day. Uh, you do have a large volume shelf down here. Nobody's holding up here. So nobody buys and prays on that one. 
Um, but yeah, earnings yesterday, an interesting one. Um, Delta Airlines, and this was kind of shocking to me, but Delta Airlines announced and they immediately went up to almost 50 bucks. I think they, they hit 50 in pre-market. Um, they wound up the day down. Uh, they're up slightly, $47.99. I'm not saying buy this one. If you got this one at 33 at the beginning of May, you're doing really well. I think you're dove um, button hooking on this one. Uh, I don't think that you have a catalyst going forward. I think you you start to move a little bit downward on this one. I think you get down to this volume shelf down here at about 43. I'd probably take my profits if I were in this one. Um, Pepsi, one thing that they announced and, and I found that was interesting I do own Pepsi, and I'm thinking of actually selling Pepsi. They claim they've likely reached the limits of their price-raising strategy. Uh, Volumes held up better than anticipated due to low global unemployment. They're seeing a material impact. So Pepsi had a cross-up today, 187.56. I like it under 180. I don't know if you'll have a chance to buy it under 180, um, but it's not a stock. I, I would definitely have patience with this one. This is not one that's going to swing 10% in, in you know a couple of days. I would have patience. I'd probably wait for it to get under that 50-day. You can see long-term, this is a weekly chart. When you touch that 50-day, just buy it. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty confirming chart that around that 50-day, you're good. Um, but it has, has gone up. Amazon shares. Uh, this is part of the grade eight. Uh, and they shot up yesterday. They announced um, uh, the first 24 hours of Prime Day event was the single lar- largest sales day in company history. Across, bo- across both days, U.S. consumers spent $12.7 billion. That's 6.1% year-over-year growth on Prime Day. Again, should have gotten it under 120. I said that back here when it dipped down to uh, about, looks like about 125. Um, 130 may have been the swing on this one, uh, but either way, you can buy this one long term. I mean, don't be afraid to to start a position in this one. You're just getting up to the 200 day, and this one, in my mind, again, they have a cost problem. They don't have a demand problem, and they will absolutely fix that. Shopify rose again. Shopify over 70. It's at 70 dollars and 25 cents. Uh, they rose after announcing a new artificial intelligence tool called Sidekick. You're not getting this gap fill. You're not getting that gap. It's put in, it, it, I think if you can get this in the 60 with a six handle, I think you're doing well. Uh, Google's Bard chatbot now includes 40 languages. I use Bard almost on a daily basis. Um, crypto. There was a ruling yesterday on Ripple. Um, it sent shockwaves through the uh, Coinbase, uh, through all of the the, um, the the crypto. I will include uh, f- five points that I saw in a um, in a newsletter uh, about why it was such a big deal. But it, it sent everything running. You can see Coinbase. Look at Coinbase. I mean, yesterday you could have bought this yesterday at open at eighty five dollars. It shot up to one oh seven at one oh five right now. I think anything under 100, I think you're good. Do not get into this right now. Do not decide, hey, I got some FOMO and, and I need to get into this. Just don't. Absolutely do not. Uh, let's see. There's HUT, H-U-T. These are the three miners that I've kind of mentioned. HUT still has confirmation. You're still probably going well. 
here's what you have to know about HUT. Look at a weekly on HUT. You're just crossing the 200 day. Do you get it back up here? Who knows? But right now, crypto is hot. Crypto is super, super hot. You can look at Mara. Uh, Mara, we've talked about Mara plenty of times. It got up to, didn't get up to 20 yesterday. Looks like the high was 1948. Hasn't broken that 20, but the RSI is at 78. The MACD, you know, we talk about the MACD being stretched at anywhere between zero and one. It's at 1.5. It's just everything's moving positive uh, on Mara. You can see that. Even um, uh, MicroStrategy, uh, MSTR. <clears throat> Look at that chart. 291 down here. You've almost doubled your money here just since the middle of June. So, uh, But XRP, that's Ripple. I'll include some, uh, some notes in the, uh, in the newsletter uh, about some articles and stuff. Snowflake had a cross up, 182.34. I do think it's a little bit stretched here at 180s. Uh, if we go to a weekly, this one has, I mean, it's just IPO'd, so it doesn't have a ton of stuff. But you can see it doesn't even have a 200-day on, um, on the weekly. But you're just crossing the 50-day. I think it's a little stretched. I would wait till it crosses under that 50-day to actually start a position. I've got a position here. I think my average is like 140, 150, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, Nicola, uh, they announced a deal. Uh, there's some, you can go here to Finviz. Uh, why Nicola? And you can find this this thing, Nicola and Trading Desk. Trading Desk entered the, the NASDAQ 100. They'll enter it when Activision actually gets taken over. But Nicola deal inspires hope. I don't know that it inspires hope. I, I mean, you're just hoping and praying at this point. Look at that long term. I mean, you're way under here. You're just getting a bounce up to 222. It's at 270. It's up 25% in pre-market at 277. Uh, I think this is basically, look at that that volume. You're getting additional volume. You're getting it pushed here um, based on that volume. Uh, the, the algorithm still loses you 60% over two years, 24 months. Um, how many positions? 33. Uh, but if you bought and held this stock, you've lost 85%. I think it's a hype stock. Um, but again, that one. Uh, NVIDIA was up huge again. I mean, NVIDIA at this point, uh, it's at it's up 1%, 466. Got you in at 436 a, a couple of days ago after a 51% run on this one. I think anything in the 450 handle, I think you're doing really well. Again, that's a $500 stock by the end of the year. EDTX, this one shot up, and I'm only doing this based on the the, the incredible, incredible run yesterday. Um, 1872 on July 7th, there's no way you had this, like you were looking at this one. But yesterday, um, the high in the morning, the high, it, it opened, let's first say, it opened at 1426. The high yesterday, 79.80. Um, today, uh, you're up 29% in pre-market. Uh, it looks like it closed at 43. You're at 55.95. This is a hype rally. You can play this, play it on super, super short time frames, like five-minute stuff. Um, the two learning videos are there. So, okay, well, so we'll get to the, uh, the social request. Highway <clears throat> from Facebook. Found CXM last night on the scanner. I was looking for a swing trade. Looks great. Uh, let's look at CXM. 
what is CXM sprinkler? Uh, CXM. Mm, let's look. The algorithm does have you in at fourteen sixteen. It's run quite a bit. Uh, the RSI right now is trending down. Um, looks like it's seventy one uh, eleven. Uh, I don't have Active Trader Pro up. Actually, I have to bring Active Trader Pro up. the The volume is increasing. Um, let me actually start Active Trader Pro. The volume is increasing, so you do have a little bit of a run. Uh, probably doesn't have a lot of um, volume. We'll go over to Finviz and look. From a, it's it's a rather new stock. Let's see what they do. <clears throat> um, sprinkler technology software. They're losing twenty seven. Uh, million dollars. Their market cap is four billion, so it's a, a little bit of a small cap. Um, they don't have a dividend. They are up eighty six percent year to date. Over one year, they're up forty five percent. So it's it is definitely a hype trade. Um, oh God, that's what makes me take pause. Um, you got people selling at fourteen. You got people selling. You know, even most recently. 13 and $14 and you're trading at 15. That would make me take pause on a company that is rather new because they don't even have a 200 day on the, on the, uh, the, the 50 day just started turning positive. Um, if we look at the average target price, it's at 1675. You're trading at 1520 and people expect it to be 1675. I mean, eh, I think there's better places to put your money just personally. Uh, the other one, he says, uh, Fidelity is giving Lyft a strong performance ratio, midterm and long-term. Weeble just signaled a bullish double bottom for 101 days with a price target of $14.30 to $15 per share. Stock price is currently $11.42. Could you give me your thoughts? Let's look at Lyft. Here's what I have to say about Lyft. I've never used Lyft. Uh, personally, I use Uber. Uh, I think that would be my guide with Lyft in that I probably don't want to sell it. I did look this up. Fidelity has a bearish score on it. Uh, and Weeble has a bearish score on it. But if we go over here uh, to Finviz, uh, there is a bit of a bottom there at $7 back in June. If you bought this at $7 um, after that earnings disaster of what they had, that, that gap down, if you bought this in the $7 range and you're up at 12 kudos to you. The average price target right now is target price $12.69, but that is dated, I think. Um, you can see uh, in June, Webbush uh, initiated with neutral, $10 price target. Uh, those are the price targets that I would take, $10, $9. And you're trading at $11.55. I think you've had a hype rally here. Um, my guess is volume is kind of trending there. The algorithm got you in at $10.94. Uh, it is above the nine day, so it does have confirmation. You do have a gap up here to 15. I don't know that I'd necessarily expect that gap to get filled, but I mean, stranger things have happened. I can't imagine it's going to get filled, but highway, I'd probably stay out of that one. Uh, Brandon wanted me to check out three cow ETFs. Um, let me see. There's iCal. What is iCal? What the hell are you doing to me, Brandon? Pacer developed markets international cash. Uh, wow, this one ran yesterday too. iCal, look at this. 
29.65 and you're up at 31.80. Uh, what is iCal? Let's see. iCal is financial exchange traded fund. Oh, it's a cash cow. Huh. Cash cow 100 ETF. Um, so it's not cows like moo cows. It's cash cow. Uh, calf. Let's look at calf. What is calf? Uh, but all these are kind of, yeah, pacer cash cows. Uh, 100 ETFs. So, eh, kind of look at them. Uh, there is iCal, CAF, and Herd. Take a look at them. All weighted by free cash flow. I'm thinking getting in. What are your thoughts? Mm, I think you trade those on, on charts. I I don't know enough about them. Um, seeks to trade and track total perform before fees and expenses. Um, the fund will invest at least 80% of its total assets uh, in the component securities of the index investments that he had, you know, but dude, I have no idea. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think you trade these. Um, are there dividends on this? Yeah, there's dividends, 5%. I think you trade them. Other, I think it's an exchange traded fund that looks to take your money. So. That would be my thought on it. Uh, I, I think there's better places to put your money. Uh, I, it, you can trade them. Absolutely trade them. Investment, I don't think it's doing anything as far as an investment goes. So own companies with good products, with good management, with good profits, and I think you'll be fine. But you know, don't try and play the game of, hey, I'm going to get into this because you know covered call kind of stuff and everything like that. Yeah, it's good for income. But I think investments are a different story. Gabriel, um, Gabrielle. Hello, Gary. I'm thinking about buying some long-term ETF indexed, uh, linked to indexes. I think they're less volatile compared to ETF linked to a specific sector. Would you suggest anything specific? I heard you speak a lot about SPY and VOO. I was wondering what are your thoughts? Um, so I, I think there's, there's three that I would do. And if I go over to Seeking Alpha... Um, I can show you if we just go here to spy. Uh, let me put in spy uh, because spy is your typical. I mean, this is just an ETF that tracks the S and P 500. It's the most um, common one. It's got low cost, low fees, so I think you're good. The other one, VOO. You'll see these trade very super similarly. Um, you can do your research to see which one has less. You can see they trade about the same. There's nothing too different. It's just about what they do. The other one that I would tell you to look at is QQQ. Um, I don't think you want to track the Dow. I think the Dow tracks only 30 companies. I don't like anything that tracks the Dow. But these three ETFs, Gabriel, uh, Gabrielle, those are the ones that I would actually look at. Uh, and, and QQQ, the reason I would look at these three and not a levered ETF, remember levered ETFs use um, de derivatives, so options and, and call strategies to actually lever that ETF against. They don't actually own the stock. They actually use de derivatives to try and lever three times. They're, so they're trading tools. These ETFs, SPY, VOO, and QQQ, specifically own um, the NASDAQ 100 and the S&P 500. So I think between those, you could absolutely 100% trade these um, and be in a better place. Oh, I was on the big head. Let me go to the small head. Um, I think you could be in a better place. Um, so there's my thoughts on that. 
I would take a look at it. If you're a member of TrendSpider, um, I do have the Vanguard ETFs, but you can just Google this, low-cost Vanguard ETFs. Um, just Google low-cost Vanguard ETFs, and you'll find them. Um, in fact, let's low-cost Vanguard ETFs. Yeah, and don't go 10 cheapest Vanguard ETFs right there. Um, in fact, I'll include this in the uh, in the newsletter. We'll put that in there for you, Gabriel. Gabriel. I keep calling Gabriel because I have a friend named Gabriel. Uh, Nick from Canada. Uh, eh? Eh? <laughs> Nick from Canada. I, I, I always do that. Beer. Beer money joke. I think the beer movie was beer money or something. Uh, eh? Eh? Can I short SCMI? Uh, and I told... Uh, SMCI. This is the super microcomputer. This one shot up with NVIDIA when it was going there. Um, I told Nick, I am less um, a shorter. I just don't like shorting. And the reason I don't like shorting, and you can read up on shorting if you don't know uh, too much about it, but shorting opens you up to unlimited risk. Meaning, if you can't cover that short by buying a stock, you could basically um, short one share, and this is an extreme example. Wouldn't happen, but you can short one share of a company. Say you have a million dollars in your account. You can short one share of a $5 company. Uh, and if that company, you can't buy one share of that company because nobody will sell you a share, you will wind up with losing the entire million dollars. That's why I like using those ETFs because you have an absolute downside when you have those short ETFs. But when you actually short, you could get caught in a short squeeze and get hurt with a lot of money. <clears throat> so uh, he says he's been successful with some shorting. Uh, it does take beginning investors, I tell, absolutely do not short. Don't think that you can play this market like the pros uh, because shorting takes a, a certain strategy to do. Can you short it? You absolutely can't. You're up above the, the the issue I'd tell you is you just got in at 240 or at 294. This one is super, super stretched. Um, SMCI. Uh, we can go the, the PE is 27. Um, the forward PE is 27. It is up 258% year to date. Here's the killer. It's up 622% uh, for one year. Uh, I don't know anything about this company. I was told that they use NVIDIA, um, they use AMD, blah, blah, blah. They, they, they went up with when NVIDIA really started to run. So this is tied to NVIDIA. I would be careful shorting this one. Do I think that that gap down there is going to be covered? I don't think so. Um, you know, these guys are probably tied into the NVIDIA stuff. Again, I know nothing about this company. Can you short it? I would suggest against it. You have confirmation over the nine day. I think this one's still on a run. The RSI is at 76. Uh, the MACD is stretched, but it's not as stretched as it was when it was 19 during this run. The MACD was at 19, 19 and 20 during that run. Um, and, and yeah, you thought maybe I can short it here because you're getting the button hooked down. And if you short it at 159, good luck in selling it. Um, it doesn't have a super float. It's only 53 million shares. So good luck in covering that one. Uh, you're going to have some problems probably finding actual uh, actual sellers. Uh, 
uh, and it's not you, it's going to be your brokerage that's going to cover, try and cover that one. So I'd be a little bit careful. Um, let's see from a later dude from Spotify. Uh, and I am sorry, I can't write back to you on uh, Spotify, but later dude asked about Roku. Roku has been one of these that it's a Kathy Woodstock. Um, here's what you have to know about Roku. Uh, the algorithm, the four hour algorithm loses you 78%. Uh, just buying and holding loses you 81% on this one. You have 37 positions. Your average win is 9.85. So it's super volatile, uh, but the algorithm has not been very um, successful. So July 27th is their earnings. I would expect a good earnings report on this one. They just got into a deal with Shopify. I know they're cutting deals. Um, I don't think that they're making money. Let's see. Are they losing money? Yeah, they're losing uh, 665 million. The the Roku's thought back here when it was uh, beginning of the year at 40, they had to sell to somebody because they're just bleeding money. Now here's the thing: up year to date, 87%. So we were all wrong. Kathy Woods was right. Um, you can see the Arc Fund. Uh, I don't. I have Apple TVs in my house. I have two Roku, uh, a Roku TV, and a Roku Stick. Um, I use the Roku. I hate the Roku interface. Uh, if you like the Roku interface, absolutely 100% invest in this. Try using it. I just like the Apple boxes. That's my thing. If we look at this one, you can see there's a volume level support here at 71. You're at 76. My thought on it is that I like it here at 67. I like that you could sell it at 76. Uh, if we look at a long term on this one, you're still not at even close to the 200 day, which is at 174. So are you too late in getting into this one? Probably not. The the VWAP right here is at 71, but I don't know that I'd necessarily even want to get into this one. Uh, the 50 day is still moving negative, hasn't turned positive. Your 200 day hasn't really even started to turn positive. This was a $400 stock at its high point. Um, is it getting back there? Probably not. I mean, again, they haven't been making money. So the average target price right now is eighty sixty-seven dollars, and you're trading at seventy-six. So I, I think it's hyped up. Um, I will include a bunch of scans in the uh, the newsletter. Um, you've got some like Microsoft just had another cross up three forty ninety-four. Um, I think again, I think you're fine buying in Microsoft anytime. Amazon, we talked about Amazon having another cross up. Um, Netflix had another cross up. I think this is a secondary. I bought in Netflix at 440 or at 450. I bought right here when it was 441. I bought it like 439. I think I got it just under 440. Um, but yeah, you can buy into this one. Look at that ascending wedge. You're still going. God, if you got in here, uh, you know, below 300 on Netflix, Netflix is flying. Um, one that D man and I, both agreed on. This is a shoe company with uh, Roger Federer, and it was a hype play, and it's 100% still hype play. Uh, the shoes are legendary. People love them. Uh, back here at 16, back at the beginning of the year, you've doubled your money a couple of times because you basically, you should have gotten out up here in the 30s. I do think under 30, this is a good stock. I think over 30, you think about selling it. You can see this was when their earnings were a little bit troubled. And D-Man and I said, hey, under 30, 
I think is a hype stock, it's going to come back. The 50 days now moving positive. It bounced off that 200 day. So you don't have a, a it, this is a secondary cross up because that MACD is just kind of moving in. Uh, that first move at $30, I think $30, just be patient, but $30, I think, is the actual move. Um, Melly, M E L I, this is the uh, Amazon of the, uh, the Latin America. This is a cross up, $1,153. That's $1,153. They haven't done splits. So it is that expensive. This one has been a dying, uh, dying on the sword because it ran up so much. Look at that. Up to February 2022, you got up to 1800. Uh, you double topped out here at about 1900. Um, then you came down. You came down to the 200 day. You're just hovering above that 200 day, but it has a cross up. Probably goes back above the 200 day if you want to trade this one. I think for the long term, Melly's a little bit expensive. Uh, Again, living here in America, I'm probably more apt to um, to invest in Amazon than Melly. Um, you know, the PE is about the same, ninety three forty seven, so it's a little bit extended. Uh, we talked about crypto. Uh, ETHE had a huge day yesterday, uh, just enormous. Look at that candle. That's a fifteen percent uh, candle movement in just the morning. Just the morning yesterday. So you got that one. It has another cross up. If you got in at seven ninety five, you've almost doubled your money in less than a month. That's fantastic. And finally, Oracle. Oracle has a a, a good a cross up here at one seventeen. I think you're going back to the one twenty five, one twenty six. This is a company that buys back a ton of stock, retires the shares, and yes, you can point out to me that Larry Ellison. Um, sold a bunch of stocks. If you go down here and you can see, uh, Larry Allison sold, <coughs> I'm sorry, $250 million. Mm. I'm joking, thinking about it. <clears throat> $250 million of stock. Uh, exercised a bunch of stock options, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> he sold a bunch. Everybody's been selling. You know Why? Because you're at 52 and haul time highs at 127. That's why. You dip down to 117. Is it going to back above there? Good companies with good products, good management, <clears throat> and good earnings will make it back to the highs and continue. I think this one's good. Does it come back down, down here to 109? I don't think you care. Because are, are we coming back below 100? I don't think so. Um, the, the P.E., it's a little bit stretched at 38, forward P at 18. If we see a pullback in the markets, you're going to see this. But these guys are moving uh, Uber out of the uh, the, the premise-based uh, data systems, and they're moving them over to uh, a cloud-based system. And they're the, you know Oracle's the one leading it. Look at Uber. I mean, Uber had a cross up here at 45. I was telling you, get in under 40 back here at June 1st. So they've got earnings coming up on July 31st. So there you go. That's your look at today's uh, today's stuff. I will look at other stuff um, on YouTube while I'm uploading this one. But have a good weekend. Uh, Monday, I will probably not, not be doing a podcast. Tuesday, no podcast. Wednesday, absolutely no podcast. I am working, so you will need to sign up for the newsletter. You, If you want to sign up for the newsletter, you can go directly to uh, Substack or you can just go to Linktree, L-I-R-K-L-I-N-K, 
L-I-N-K-T-R.ee slash daily stock pick. And everything's here. You want to, you like the charts that I have? Sign up for TrendSpider, 25% off. You get everything. I'm going to send you a welcome letter. I do have a couple other people that I have to send a welcome letter to. Uh, people didn't take advantage of the 50% off, but you're still getting 25% off. I mean, it's not that much money. Again, if you're uh, you know part of the savvy trader uh, and you're looking at my portfolio, you're making that money up pretty quickly uh, if you're trading enough money. Uh, again, this is a fifty thousand dollar portfolio. I'm a, I've made the four hundred dollars uh, that I essentially uh, you know have put in here. I've made four hundred dollars and covered the cost of uh, of TrendSpider there. So that's the first sponsor visible. If you click on here, you get twenty dollars off your first month. Um, it's uh, twenty five dollars for unlimited service on visible. The third one is uh, Weeble. I can't tell you. I, I love Weeble. I mean, the app on Weeble, I, I find myself going to the Weeble app, even though I only have $1,000 in Weeble. Uh, I find myself going there to research stock more than I find myself going to the Fidelity one. So uh, I like it. So those are the three. Uh, but make sure you sign up for the Daily Stock Pick newsletter uh, down there. It's dailystockpick.substack.com. That way I can do a newsletter while I'm working. I can't do a podcast while I'm working. I am in Washington, D.C. at the uh, MLS All-Star Game, which, by the way, will be on Apple TV. So my assumption is that I will be checking in Jason Sudeikis and other people from Ted Lasso. Uh, So your boy may have some pictures. Uh, I did get some pictures. Uh, Oh, one other thing, if you made it this far and and, and we're in this uh, for like 20 minutes now or so. um, I had lunch with a World Bank economist yesterday. And I was asking him, uh, hey, he, he does a lot of work with uh, the Saudis on uh, oil and Qatar. And I said, you know, I got some money in oil. I said, your boy's got some money in oil. What are the thoughts of uh, oil going back up to over 100? And he said, this is a World Bank economist. Um, and these are his words. I can't tell you where oil's going to go. All I can tell you is that supply is going to be constrained. Right now, supply is not constrained. For some reason, to everybody's surprise, supply is not constrained. But he said in the coming uh, months, towards the end of the year, supply will be constrained. So, PXD. You know why PXD? Because while we're waiting for supply to be constrained, you're getting a 10.78% dividend. So I like it. <clears throat> I've got this one. I say buy it under 200. It's a little bit extended right now at 219, uh, 215. It's up, yeah, just up slightly in pre-market. But PXD is one that I have. I also have Exxon. And I go over these a lot. And if you're in TrendSpider and you sign up for TrendSpider, I have all the energy plays that you need. Uh, the stocks in an energy, what's it called? It is called Energy Names to Trade Known. And you can play that one. Exxon is another one that I have. Uh, the algorithm got you out yesterday on Exxon. Uh, Exxon is at 104. I think that's a great price for Exxon. Uh, let's see. What else do I have? I have Oxy. Uh, this is Warren Buffett stock. 61. Told you to get it under 60. At 57, great trade. I mean, what's that? You know, June 28th. You're at July 14th. Listen, other than like Coinbase and other things that are going up like by 100%, this is a great trade in one month. 
Um, you ha- didn't get the dividend. You don't hold this one for the dividend. Great trade. Under 60, grab it. Uh, MPLX, if you want a dividend, this is a good one to have. It just covered that gap. I like this one in the probably 33 range. It's been pretty solid uh, for a, a good amount of time. I mean, I bought this way back during the pandemic at about eight bucks. Um, that was how long I've been holding this one. And the reason is because while I've been enjoying that capital appreciation, I've been getting an eight, nine, 10% dividend. This was like a 15, 20% dividend yield at like $8. They were paying out a ton of money. I've been holding this one for a while. That's in the energy names that I trade. Uh, Devon Energy, told you to get it under 50. It's at $51 right now. Um, 49.24 was the buy-in here. At some point in time, this one takes off. Uh, it is still above the 200-day. The 200-day is at 37. So I don't want to say that there's no downside. But if oil is going to continue to go up, I think Devon's going to go uh, continue to go up as well. The other one, uh, Nucor. Uh, let's see, uh, NUE. NUE is a, just been a monster of late, and this is the energy name that dipped under the 200-day here, and you can see it going up. Uh, NUE, let me see, do they have a dividend? <clears throat> it's in that energy uh, portfolio that I have on TrendSpider. Their average price target is 163. Uh, this one has a 1.21% dividend. They're trading at 169. So, And that's with oil uh, low. Let me see, this one is in steel. Sorry, new core is steel. Uh, oh, I think I'm thinking of uh, of uh, Cleveland Cliffs, my difference in Cleveland Cliffs. But uh, Cleveland Cliffs had a really good day too, CLF. Um, that one's been on a run. 16.86 is the buy-in there. So you're at 17.15, 17.13 in the pre-market. So absolute opportunities in the market. Enjoy. I will talk to you guys probably Thursday. I think I may be traveling Thursday. Uh, I got to look at my schedule, but next week we'll be heavy on newsletter, light on podcast. I may hop on, do five, 10 minute podcasts, but nothing like a 20 minute with charts and stuff like that. So make sure you get the newsletter. Make sure you subscribe. Uh, Talk to you guys later. Have a good day.